podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Gallagher Shots podcast and YouTube channel. We are back with yet another match reaction. This one, a very tired match reaction uh, because I am absolutely shattered. Um, Nickel, who's joining us, is nagged. Ian, how, how are you feeling? Are you wide awake? You had a good night? Hi, um, surprisingly. Because I, I, I used all my energy to be right in the telly last night, so that helped me sleep. <laughs> Probably not as tired <laughs> so, as you two, though. Yeah, so so I've rocked up at, at just after I think it was around about twenty at three. I rocked up in the house this morning. Nickel, you were around a similar time, weren't you? Yeah, about three a.m. this morning. Yeah, um, after a McDonald's trip. It was a trip. tough one. It was a tough one on the way back because there was a, a fair few lane closures on the way back from Blackburn, which, which took a lifetime to get around. But um, let's focus on the match, boys. And Newcastle United scraped their way through the fifth round of the FA Cup against Blackburn. And I think I mentioned this on, on the match preview that I was expecting a scrappy game. Um, by God, did we get a scrappy game from Newcastle's point of view? Probably. Um, Blackburn, and I'll come straight to you, Ian. I was unbelievably impressed of how much they took the game to us last night. I massively. Um, I think you may be at fault for it because on Monday night you said it's going to be 3 4 nil. Blackburn are shite. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got a bit overconfident so, on Monday night. Yeah, <laughs> wait, you know what it is? Like, I, I don't really pay attention to the championship or anything like that, but on face value, I think the one maybe three four points above the relegation zone. I know the new managers went in, hasn't had a win yet, uh, three draws and a loss. So, and then you felt you felt after our performance on Saturday that the players would have something to prove and, and something to show that the they're still capable of getting into the sort of upper echelons of the Premier League. But mm. for me, I just thought the end. If, if you didn't watch football and you were told one team was a Premier League team, one team was a championship team, you wouldn't have had a clue which one was which yesterday. That's how bad I thought I, the performance was. I think you'd probably be binning both teams in the championship, to be fair. like um, Because the, the, the quality was there in a certain, <laughs> excuse me, with a certain point where we could get the ball up the field. But as soon as, as both teams got in the final third, we just couldn't finish the chances. And, and that was the story of the night. I think it was probably a great game for a neutral to watch because it was uh, quite an end at times. Um, Nickel, before we would, would jump into the game itself, I, I just want to look mm. at Newcastle starting 11 because um, I think a lot of people, well, it's probably split down the middle. A lot of fans thought that the lads that were out against Arsenal on Saturday should be given the chance to go back in and, and um, fix what, what happened at the Emirates. But then, obviously, you've got to remember, you, you've got to give other players a chance. Um, to, um, obviously, the cup games are, are the best games to do that in. Um, so just mm. going through the starting eleven quickly, we had Dubravka in goal, who obviously replaced Karius. Dubravka back from his illness. We'll touch on Dubravka a lot more uh, throughout the show. Um, Lascelles came back in alongside uh, Fabian Shaw, so Botman dropped. Um, Trippier in at right-back. Byrne returning back at left-back. Um, Longstaff, Willick and Bruno in the centre midfield positions. And Gordon Murphy on the flanks and Isaac up top. Any shocks for you in that start line? Because I'll give you my opinion first of all. <clears throat> I wasn't expecting to see Isaac start that game. Um, 
I don't think Isaac was my biggest shock. I think Joe Willock was probably my biggest shock, if I'm honest. I didn't think um, he would start the game. I thought he would come on again because he got about 15, 20 minutes at Arsenal, didn't he? So it wasn't like yeah. he'd, he'd had a lot of playing time. Um, Lissell's also maybe a bit of a shock, but um, I suppose he's been out as well. So getting some more, getting some minutes into his legs was probably important as well um, and give Botman a bit of a rest because um, he's been it's been pretty full on for him since he's come back from his his break. Mm. Yeah, Any, anything for, for for you in point of view, player wise? Any any um, shock changes? No, I wasn't. If I'm honest, I wasn't expecting De Bracca to play. Um, I thought even mm. if he had been fit, I thought he might have just went with Carius. Um, Is that because the day Carius done pretty well despite conceding four goals? He, he didn't really do anything wrong against Arsenal. Yeah, he, he looked he looked fairly solid. I don't think any of the goals that were conceded against Arsenal you could sort of attribute to him. Um, mm. We've only seen him twice in the entirety that he's been here, so it would have would have been nice to see him. But that being said, I'm glad Dubravka mm. was in goal uh, just based on his on his performance, which obviously we'll, we'll touch we'll, on. We'll stick with it. We'll stick with it, Ian. Um, so Dubravka is called in the action in the, in the first ten minutes, ten fifteen minutes of the game. Where it's an absolute fantastic save, um, and he, he tips it around the, the the post to his right hand side. There is a Blackburn player running in at, at the far post, and um, but obviously the Bradford's touch just takes that away. Um, throughout the game, I thought that both goalkeepers had decent games because of a cold interaction throughout the game. Hence, why I said at the start of this one that both teams just couldn't finish the chances at times. At times, because there was an abundance of chances throughout there, Nicola. If we just look at mm-hmm. some of them, so. Newcastle had, had a total of 19 shots at goal and, and Blackburn had a total of 16. Um, eight of Newcastle's on target and nine of Blackburn's on target mm. as well. So it was pretty end-to-end throughout that. So, so the keepers were, were called into action throughout. Yeah. Um, obviously, we had a lot of the ball and a lot of possession. Um, I think we just had over 60% of it. Um, but both teams, yeah, had fair chances to to score. Um, I think probably in the first half, Blackburn had the, the better of them. Really, um, you mentioned that one uh, where Dubravka's tipped it, tipped it around, and then there was another one as well um, towards towards half time. So um, both keepers had really good games, to be honest. Um, and I don't know if that's obviously that's good for them, and uh, but maybe that says something about the quality that was that was on the pitch as well mm. in terms of the finishing. Yeah. So uh, Ian, just to fire through the first half, there it goes in nils each. And yeah, yes, I'm saying it was end end, but really there wasn't a huge amount of action. Uh, obviously, um, in, in regards to to, to talking points throughout the game, um, so it goes in at nils each. And I'm not going to lie, and I'm not sure how it came across on the telly for you, but I was getting a bit worried at that point because something just wasn't clicking at that moment in time. Um, going into to the second half. Eddie Howe makes a few changes, which changed the game for me. Um, Miggy coming on the field, he just got us up the field, 100%. I don't, I, I don't care if you're one of these fans, I hate Miggy Almiron, but him coming on that field changed that game for us. 100%. Absolutely. I thought Murphy was absolutely atrocious again. It, he's Unfortunately, he's went back to the Murphy that was under Steve Bruce, where he just lacked confidence. He, I don't know whether it's after his injury or what, or he's just sort of playing back at his level. But he was—he wasn't going in for tackles. His his passing was poor. He's—he kept coming inside as well, and they were really, really narrow. So he was just coming into a congested area, and we weren't getting any chances in the in the first half. I think we had one shot on target, which was that Longstaff one, 
from literally like mm. the touchline. So, and for the, for the most part, I thought Blackburn had the better chances. I could think of at least three or four in the first half, and they're mm. probably kicking themselves at the wind when ahead. But like you say, Miggy's come on and. I thought he did incredibly well. He's he's pace. Um, he, he obviously we know he's he's got energy, but like you said, he he was driving up the field, and even I thought his his decision making and his composure, particularly for the goal as well, mm. is it was uncharacteristic of him. Like he, he usually just sort of like swings his left foot at it, or but yeah, um, he, he done really well. He, he only picked out Gordon, but I think Gordon missed. I'm sure it was. Just before that, Gordon had a one-on-one, and it was like something I would expect Joey to finish. Like he, he ran. I can't remember who played through. It might have been Willick. People I don't know who Joey is. Joey is. I on Saturday morning football, I've seen better finishes from him. And uh, again, this is not to throw shade at Anthony Gordon because he was probably one of our brighter sparks as well, and, and has been the whole season. Yeah, well but, done, yeah. but that was a very, very poor finish. Um, but he, he did mm. make up for it, obviously, with the goal. Yeah, so so those changes which we we made, Nick, like him, I think they came just on the sixtieth minute. So, so there's a trio of changes there. Um, it, it was Isaac Willick and Jacob Murphy that went off the field to play, uh, replaced by Barnes, Miley, and Almiron. And obviously, I've touched on on, on Miley being they're not Miley, but um, on Miggy being the game changer. Um, mm-hmm. Barnes when he came on, I'm not sure what your thoughts are on it, but he just looked a little bit off the pace for me. He just looked like he he was always a step behind everything else, and he didn't really want to. <laughs> to break into that stride and sprint for the ball at times. I'm not sure if that's worry in regards to injuries or, or what coming in from the cold, but mm. it just seemed, didn't seem like a, a Harvey Barnes-esque performance when he came on. Yeah, I think um, I think he was kind of in touch with the uh, what we'd seen already on the pitch uh, in terms of moving the ball too slowly and going sideways and backwards instead of... Um, as as opposed to really what Miggy was doing, he was really pushing and pressing them, and then um, and then moving the ball quicker, um, and that's what we needed really because we were, I think in in general we were just moving the ball so slow from side to side. Last night there was there was passes that were going that should have gone two or three passes before that, um, mm. and it was giving them the chance to sort of um, to set um, and defend in, in numbers, which was then hard to break down because to to be fair to Blackburn they defended really well. Um, they did so, honestly the, so, yeah. the, the player that got the, the, the man of the match was Wharton I believe that got man of the match he had yeah, a central midfielder. cracker yeah. of a game didn't he? Um, mm. he he was just breaking the play up all day long and just really cool and composed um, just just moving across it into to our goal Ian um, it, it's Miggy and Gordon that link up well uh, Gordon like, like you, you've touched on it, it's a great finish uh, by, by, by Gordon as well um, it, it's what do you know what it is? I think the more chances chances Gordon gets, the better he gets throughout the game. I think he's always guaranteed to miss a couple earlier on in the game. Then, as soon as that third chance arrives, he's scoring it all day long. Um, at that point, I'm not going to lie, I thought the floodgates would have opened. I thought, right, I think that their tails will drop and, and they'll just be depressed as out that, that they've conceded after obviously last and seven was something it was just over 70 minutes Gordon scored so it's a long time of, of, of football which has been played beforehand and I honestly thought it would it would really it'd be a bit of a sucker punch for them after defending so well um, but it wasn't the case mate um, just a handful of minutes later uh, Blackburn get the equaliser from once again another defensive error from Newcastle United and Jamal Lascelles just 
times everything wrong. It, it's an absolute diabolical way of defending Ian. I have to take some blame for this because I said in the group chat, literally five minutes before it happened, Lascelles has been canny tonight, hasn't he? And <laughs> so that was my fault, guys. I apologise. No, it's watching it back. Like I just don't get what he's trying to do. He like he almost goes to go with like his his leg, but then doesn't. Then tries to go on ahead with, with his head, and then just runs like jumps past the ball. And even with the changes at the back that we've had were not blessed with with pace at all. Um and the I can't remember who I think it's the lad that might be on loan from Brighton runs through, has a shot and I thought it hit the bar initially, but Dubravka tips that onto the it bar a, and it's an absolutely great min save. save. Yeah. Absolutely min save. Yeah. And then like I say, we've got absolutely no pace to to get back and cover that. And even Shah I thought maybe he could have done a bit better clearing it off the line, but if I'm honest, I thought Blackburn deserved that, but I'm in agreement with you. I thought once we got the first goal, because for maybe about five, ten minutes before that, we started getting a little bit uh, in behind them, but a little bit more in, in creating those chances. And yes, they weren't sort of coming to anything um, dangerous, but we're getting in behind and you just felt like once we got the goal, we would get maybe another one or two, but credit of Blackburn, they, they, they stayed, stayed in it, stayed compact and then just punished with um, at, at and... that point Ian um, sorry at, at that point Nickel, what, what we saw mm. in there at Awood Park when they scored that that equaliser that's the first time we really heard that they, their fan base in Awood Park and that's when it changed didn't it because mm. they, be, they, they got louder uh, in, in the last 20 minutes of the game um, yeah and it, 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 honestly tears were up for Blackburn because I honestly thought we we were very very lucky to take that extra time because uh, honestly we were shambles after we conceded mm. yeah we just i think we just on the whole we just look shaky anytime a team attacks us at the minute mm. it seems like they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna have a chance to score every time and they did have a couple of chances um to, to finish us off to be honest um but yeah they had the momentum going into going into the extra time but then um i'm sure we'll get onto it it, it kind of balanced out again after that yeah, it, it did. And do you know what it is? I'm not going to lie. As soon as we knew what's going to extra time and, and possibly penalties at that point, um, all I'm looking at, I'm looking at my clock thing and I'm not getting bed till two o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After the match had already been delayed by 15 minutes. Let, let's not forget about that. Um, mm. Personally, I didn't have any issues getting it into the ground, but a lot of fans did. Um, but yeah, 15 minutes delayed at the very start, eight o'clock kickoff, then extra time on top of it, then obviously penalties, but we'll get on the penalties in just a moment. Um, what I did like from extra time, is and I'm not sure if they picked this up very well on, on the cameras. The must have done because both players got booked for the scene. But it's something which we've been screaming for our players to do a lot more is just take players down on the counter attack. And both the Jamal Lascelles and Sean Longstaff Long, did this. Long stuff, yeah. Right. Uh, where they were basically just wanted a bit of a piggyback. Um, and, and they just broke play up. And do you know what? This was the last I was sat in the animation. What are they doing that for? Such a stupid foul to give away. And do you know what it is? It was needed. At that point. Like, mm. you've seen the pace they broke with, like, the, particularly the, the players that they brought on and had a little bit fresher legs. It had some serious pace. I mean, it doesn't really take much to beat us in the back for pace anyway. Um, but I, I thought after they scored their goal, going, so I think they had a chance where Dubravka saved it maybe with his, his legs or he, like his foot, like literally in the last minute. Now, I was like texting in the group chat, just thinking like, 
they're going to go on and win it. Just like you said, the tails were up. We just looked so devoid of any confidence, any idea of, of how to play football. And then it was, I think, first half of extra time when we had, I think the ball basically just breaks in the box. Gordon has a shot and the keeper does make, I think Gordon should still probably score. Keeper makes an all right save, but then Sean Longstaff, I genuinely don't know what he's doing. He kind of just like, it was almost like a cartoon, you know, when like just get really, really dizzy and then just sort of fall over. That was literally his attempt at shooting. And like all he had to do, any literally anywhere else, lifted off the ground, he just like trickled it towards him. I was furious because like, <laughs> fair enough, Gordon probably should have scored. Keepers made a great save. The keepers on the, on the deck, like just lifted over him. But that was, mm. I thought that just epitomized Sean Longstaff's performance last night, mm. to be honest. So, so like you said, Nick, once again, throughout um, the, extra time it does turn back more end to end um newcastle mm-hmm. getting another couple of chances we should have buried it uh, with a chance i think gordon had it other than that chance later and Barnes had a great chance as well uh, absolutely snapped at it um that was a bit of a like just pinballing in the box and then landed to Barnes and Barnes just hit it with his left and didn't even hit the side mm-hmm. and then just goes behind the goal that one um we'll we'll move straight into the penalties because because quite a big talking points on the penalties which was so unsure uh, last night. Um, luckily for Newcastle United, uh, we win the coin toss and we get to choose that we are going to be shooting towards uh, the Newcastle United fans. Always a big plus when that yeah. happens because I honestly think that 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 has such an impact. If I had been the other side, I would have been a hell of a lot less confident uh, rather than shooting towards our fan base. Were you shocked to see Fabian Shaw step up to take that first penalty? No, he's got ice in his veins when it comes to that <laughs> spot. <doesn't> it? <laughs> it was a brilliant I think, penalty, wasn't I it? I don't think he's ever missed a penalty, you know. But, uh, he always takes them for Switzerland. And it's always that horrible, horrible slow motion pass. Like he just kind of, like, like you kind of be asked. He's just sort of passing the ball back <laughs> to like the, the, but fair play to him. Like, yeah. Do you know I what it's hate, like? It's, personally, I hated it, but fair Have you ever watched the, if you ever watch the golf where where they'll, they'll, they'll take a shot and the, and the ball will, will be pretty near the hole, then the the golfer just walks over and he just just taps just taps the the ball <laughs> in the hole with no effort whatsoever. That's what Fabian Shaw's like. It's like I can't even be asked to do this. I'm just doing it because I'm here. That's what it's like with uh-huh. Fabian. But, but yeah. it's I mean it's paid off for him because and then obviously they because we we were taking. Were we t- we were taking we first, first, weren't we? Yeah, we took yeah. first, yeah. And then Dubravka pulls off a, a good save from mm. I think was that I don't know how you pronounce it, Smodix, who scored the goal. Yeah. Um, and uh, to be honest, that was a poor penalty. It was a nowhere near the corner. It was a, a good height for him, but it sort it of wasn't, gives you the like, wasn't a great penalty. It wasn't, but like, do you know what it is Dubravka is? is uh, I, I'm really confident when Dubravka's in goal for penalties. Yeah. And after the game mm-hmm. that he had as well, I thought great. Like, I'm I'm really glad that it, it, it's him that's between the sticks tonight. I love mm-hmm. Nick Pope as well. Nick Pope's decent at same penalties, but Dubravka, I do I do like yeah. those, those sort of positions when he's putting that pressure. Um, Nickel, just just to go back, is is that obviously Dubravka saving that first penalty from from Blackburn? Mm-hmm. Balls now a caught at that point. Yeah, yeah, you think that that's like the great, the greatest start we could get off to. Shah's popped one in uh, very calmly, and then, uh, and then we've got the the first save there. So you think we're sort of like we're one up there, um, but then obviously, what happened next? Up steps Harvey Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> so Harvey Barnes steps up, and 
all you've got to do with that penalty, keep our guesses the right way, and you're saving that all day long. There's not much pace yeah, it, in the ball, not much power it, in it. It was just past the centre, wasn't it? It wasn't in the corner enough. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, decent um, save, but yeah, it wasn't a great penalty. It's it's followed up by, by a few back-to-back goals. Uh, so, uh, Britain scores for Blackburn. Bruno steps up and Jesus Christ, that penalty his, technique is horrible, isn't it? It's the most frustrating thing I've ever seen in my life. The, the funny little skip and the stutter, then the mm. side pass and everything about that I hated, apart from the fact they hit the back of the net, because if those <laughs> go wrong, fans will not forgive you for that. Well, he did it, he did it a couple of seasons ago, smashing. didn't he? he, he yeah, was, was, it, in, uh, was it against Burnley? In the, the Carabao Cup, Carabao Cup. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's... if you remember right. It's oh, when... so, sorry, it wasn't. It was against Palace. Was it Crystal Palace when Pope? It was. Yeah, it was saved. Palace yeah, and, yeah. and Pope bailed him out because that so was when he went right. in the the, the changing yeah, room and he sat with a face. Yeah, gutted, absolutely devastated, <laughs> isn't he? In the fall, the only one that that's the most miserable bloke in the world. Mm. I think he was actually crying at full time as well. If I remember, he right. was. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, but either way, Bruno scores his penalty. Followed up uh, by Sigurdsson scoring uh, for, for, for Blackburn. Elliot Anderson, who, who was replaced, who replaced Miley later on in the game. Obviously, we know the reason for that. So, Elliot was there to take a penalty. It's a decent penalty for, from Elliot Anderson. Um, a lot of courage, that mind, considering he's yes, been out yes. since, <laughs> what, September? I think this has happened before. I'm sure Anderson has been subbed on to take a penalty before. I can't. It might. Uh, we might go back to that that Palace game. I can't remember which one it was, but I'm sure I've seen it happen. Um, but just right. quickly go through Blackburn score that, and at this point, it's it's four four, um, and it all lands on Anthony Gordon. I was very surprised to see him the fifth penalty taker. Mm. Um, I thought he would have been a bit earlier in there, um, but Gordon, great penalty from Gordon, mm. and it is um, finished by another Martin Dubravka. Save Nickel. Another great save yeah. from Dubravka. Yeah, yeah. I think this one's better than the first one as well. Um, because he's got to get further over, and I think he actually uses sort of the, the offhand that you would normally use on that side to save it. Mm. Um, and in the penalty struck with a bit more conviction, so it's a really good save that one. And honestly, the feeling when he did it was more relief than joy, I would say. It was like a thank goodness for that. <laughs> it's, it's done. Because it was a long it was, night. It was, quite, it was a long it was quite night. muted celebrations, wasn't it? If you, if you yeah. look back, it was quite muted celebrations. The way we end didn't go wild or anything like that you would normally see. Um, but I think it's because it was quite a, a very, very frustrating night watching the lads because it was painful at times, you know. I'm not going to lie and, and try and sugarcoat this because we, we got through. Like I said, at the very start of this one, we scraped our way through that. The better team lost that game. Um, last night, people might disagree with me, but I honestly thought Blackburn—they deserved that a hell of a lot more than what we did. Um, and, and credit to them because, like, like I said on Monday night, I thought it that strong team which we put out. I thought we would have steamrolled them. Uh, honestly, I thought we would have done. And um, then, especially going to goal up at that point, like I mentioned, I, th- I thought we would have got a couple more. It it just wasn't meant to be. Um, and we were speaking to a couple of Blackburn fans on the way out, and they didn't understand how they had lost that game. We haven't even touched on the talking point where Fabian Shaw tries to catch that ball midair. No um, idea what how, he's doing. How the referee way. hasn't seen that because I saw it and I'm at the other end of the field. Other end of the field. Um, no idea how, how the officials haven't seen that. So if I'm a Blackburn fan, I'm, I'm pissed off uh, with that situation. Mm. Because would you, was would he in you the box say at that, that point? 
No, no. So he was about halfway, halfway. No, about halfway inside their half. But I think yeah. he was literally the last man. Trippier, mm. oh, I think might be Trippier. Can't, yeah, Trippier was the one covering, but he was about five, five yards further forward. But he'd I think, he'd miss. He, yeah, he like he, he acts like he, he gets pushed mid jump, but he doesn't. He just completely misreads it, and then mm. like it's mm. like he's going for a basketball tip. <laughs> So what yeah. I wanted to know is, would that have been a red card? Because if if it's over, share whoever it is, they're they're forward. He's he's in on goal. Like it's a it would go down goal if they, would, they would have to judge it if it was intentional. That that's what they look at to see was he, a deliberate he, handball. He brings his hand, so he's like, say mm. say the clock. Where is it? <laughs> there. I can't <laughs> for, find for, it. For those for those audio <laughs> listeners, <laughs> for those audio <laughs> listeners, yeah. Like say that's the ball. He brings his hand back towards it, like. No. To, to hit it so it's it, for me clearly deliberate and we got away with one there massively yeah I think if there was VAR we would have uh, been down to 10 I think mm. and that would have obviously changed that would have obviously changed well our, our, our game plan and everything and they would have got their tails up again mm. um, those that are listening or watching they, they, I, I get I get it and I know this one might have came across as quite a depressing one to listen to but do you know what it is I just thought were unbelievably lucky um, to, to get through that I, I thought it was um, I thought, like I said, I thought it was a very, very tough watch as, as a Newcastle fan. Being there, the atmosphere wasn't great, Nickel. It was quite mm. flat at times for, from from the Newcastle end and obviously from the Blackburn end as well. Obviously, they yeah. they had a one of the worst protests I've ever seen in my life, mind, um, by throwing those tennis balls. I think there was a total of seven tennis balls went on, on the, the, the field. And that's me not, not, not taking the piss, but if you're going to try and organise some sort of protest, you, you've got to make sure everybody's on board with this one. like yeah. Because... Yeah, honestly, that that was that was quite embarrassing. That to be fair, and um, I, I know we've done things that have been embarrassing as well. So I'll yeah. hold my hands up there. We've done some absolute honking things as a fan base in relation to protests. Um, it just it wasn't a great night. Apart from we got we got through in the end, and, mm. and I think I've, I've, that that's all I have to leave it at, Nicola. I'm, I'm not sure what your yeah. thoughts were being there in the actual yeah um, yeah. I think on the atmosphere, I think it was obviously it was very loud in, in parts, but I think um, it was a mixture of nerves and um, frustration at what we were, what we were seeing and experience. And I think where there was sort of quiet lulls as well, um, mm. you know, when passes were going out into touch and, or passes were getting moved too slowly. Um, it was sort of um, killing the crowd a bit. And obviously there was a lot of us there it was seven and a half thousand. So when we were, yeah, you know, you know, when we were singing, it was really loud. It felt like a home game, to be honest, when we were going in mm. and leaving the ground, when we were going in the ground and leaving, there was more Newcastle fans than, than Blackburn yeah. was. Um, but I think um, trying to be positive, I think if you're gonna if you're gonna get to a, a cup final or, or semi final at Wembley, then you're gonna have to have some luck on the way. And maybe last night was our luck. Um, mm. And fair, fair play to us for actually, you know, we still got through. Um, we didn't play the best, but we're through and we're in the draw, which is about to be made. So. Let's hope we're not um, done over again in the draw. <laughs> and another game without injuries as well, Ian. That's another positive yeah. take. For, that, for yeah, me. that. I mean, can you put it down to the likes of Barnes, Isaac, Willick not having much game time? Because I was, I was sitting looking at our team, and Bar maybe two or three positions. That's a full strength squad, and you are struggling. So, mm. like you say, very, very frustrating. Uh, very disappointing in the performance, but it, all that matters is is he got over the line. But um, it's like I say, it, there's for me that was a chance to really show, like, no, we're, we're still the same team as last season. We can still go at teams, but even against Blackburn, we just still looked so like 
passive, so timid. Like it's almost like we've lost what identity. Um, my my, my worry is, Ian, and I'm not sure if anybody else agrees with us. If people disagree in the comments, is is that 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 game? <coughs> excuse me. Um, I've got to say, I've got the worst sore throat in the world as well. Um, so um, that game. I was hoping for some sort of reaction from the Arsenal game, some sort of positive momentum going into the likes of the game against Wolves at the weekend. That's just made me even more nervous yeah. going into the, to the Wolves game because yeah, yeah. we've won ugly against Blackburn and Wolves are a decent team as well. Um, They're the, the, the playing really well at the moment, Wolves. And just our current run of form and performances haven't been very good. And I'm putting that very politely. It, honestly, it worries us going in that game at the weekend. Then obviously West Ham following it not long after mm. as well. Two of the teams yeah. that will be challenging alongside. Yeah, I think I think Saturday is a really big game with it being at home as well. Because um, I, I was listening to Talksport on the on the drive back, and they said that we haven't. I, I mean, this is Talksport. So I don't know how reliable this is. We haven't won a home game since mid December. That was fun. That, that sounds probably about right to me. <laughs> um, so I think um, I think I think Saturday is a big game for uh, more the performance as well, but obviously to to get a result at home as well, um, and to um, obviously to get the to get us fans sort of thinking a bit more positively about the season because it feels like even though we're in the next round of the cup and we've still got a chance of Europe, it seems like we're still a bit a bit low about this how this season's gone. Well, as have we you have just recording... have you just seen yes. the messages? Yeah. Yes. As we have been recording, um, I just want to highlight yeah this on Nickel. Um, oh. we have just drew Manchester City away. Told you. Didn't oh. I? <laughs> so <laughs> said before we came on, that's the, we're guaranteed to get drawn against them. Like, or all so, that stress last night just to get beat off Man City. Like, and Man City, what was their final score? Like 6-2, six, six, was it? 6-6-2, six, six, yeah. Haaland scoring 5. got 5. Bring it on, lads. Bring it oh, on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we well, nice. haven't had it a home lad. It would have been nice to have a home draw as well. Mm-hmm. It? It, it, I don't yeah. think we've I don't think we've had one else, other than obviously the Champions League games. I don't think we've had a home tie at all in the Cups. Oh, no, sorry, Man City. Man City yeah. in the League Cup was the only home one we've had. Yeah, all the FA Cups have been away. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, it was always going to oh, happen, lads, wasn't it? it? You just knew it. You just knew it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Um, oh, well, we'll, yeah. we'll end it there. We'll end it there. Um, at least we've got Europe to play for, lads. <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks, everybody, that, that has been watching this one. Um, if you're all watching on YouTube, just like the video. It means a lot to us. Become a subscriber. We're nearly at 11,000 at the moment. Um, if you want to give an extra bit back, it is just 2 a month to become a member. I promise you. It's normally a bit more upbeat than this at times. Um, if you do become a member, you get early access to videos. You get extra videos. You get access to the Telegram group. Um, the, there's around about 200 people in that group now. And on a match day, they normally meet up with each other as well. It's always a good night out with them not from the Telegram group as well. Um, we'll be doing some sort of events throughout the rest of the year as well, which will go out to Telegram uh, members as well and those are members of the channel. If you're listening to the audio as well, just give us a five-star review. If you've liked this, leave a little comment as well. Help us get across to other like-minded Newcastle United fans. Uh, we'll see you on the next one. Wolves at the weekend. We'll be back with a match preview for that game coming up in the next couple of days as well. And we'll take it from there. See you later. ta
Social Podcast Network.